Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello and welcome. Today we're going to talk a bit about how symptom severity influences the choice of frontline therapy for a patient with BRAF mutated metastatic melanoma. My name is Elizabeth Bookbinder and I'm a melanoma medical oncologist from Data-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston. I'm Jason Luke from the UPMC Hillman Cancer in Pittsburgh and very excited to participate today. It's great to have you here today, and I'm glad to be able to have this conversation. So first, I'm going to present a little about the patient. So this is a patient with BRAF-mutated metastatic melanoma. It's a 58-year-old man who was admitted with confusion and observed on MRI to have a parietal mass. Resection showed melanoma with a BRAF V600E mutation. Systemic imaging showed metastasis in multiple nodes, liver, bone. The LDH was elevated at two times the upper limit of normal. And the patient has follow-up as an outpatient after discharge from this admission and is observed to have lost 20 pounds in the last two months, but still plans to return to work full-time. Now, one of the biggest questions in our patients with BRAF mutated melanoma is where to start. So we've got some amazing options in terms of immunotherapy, targeted therapy, but where do we begin? And this trial, the DreamSeq trial, really helped to answer this. And what it did is it randomized patients to immunotherapy with combination ipinevo versus targeted therapy with combination dorafidim and trametinib targeting BRAF-MAC. And what it showed is that long-term, when you look at two years out, there was a 20% improvement in overall survival in the group that got immunotherapy over those that got targeted therapy, really demonstrating that patients did better long-term with immunotherapy. What's really interesting about this trial, though, is this beginning group where you do see that patients start on immunotherapy initially did a little bit worse, while patients who were started on targeted therapy did well initially and then subsequently did worse with worse long-term overall survival. There has also been another study, the succumbent trial, which actually looked at a similar question, but added a third arm. So in this study, the two treatments that were tested were ankorafenib and benimetinib, or ipilimumab and nivolumab with arm A starting on targeted therapy with ankobini, arm B starting on immunotherapy with ipilimumab and nivolumab, but a third arm added that gave eight weeks of the ankorafenib and benimetinib as targeted therapy, switched to ipinevo, and then only at progression then switched back to targeted therapy. And what was seen is that when you look at the different arms and you look at how patients did long-term, there was a similar long-term benefit for patients who started on immunotherapy and patients who had this short run-in of targeted therapy and then switched to immunotherapy. Now, why this is important in our case is in someone with a lot of symptoms, sometimes you don't have time to start them on immunotherapy initially, so it's something to think about. So one of the things that's been thought about a lot in these patients who have BRAF mutations is, can we actually consider adding both immunotherapy and targeted therapy up front and giving them together. And there've been several trials of triplet therapy testing BRAF-MAC plus PD-1 in combination. And what has been seen is that some of the trials have been positive with a benefit to the triplet, 
However, the control arm in these trials is targeted therapy alone. And we know from DreamSeek that long-term patients do better starting an immunotherapy. And in addition, in all of these cases, we're looking at just PD-1 alone, where based on DreamSeq, you would probably be considering combination immunotherapy as opposed to single-agent PD-1 inhibition alone in a patient like this if you were going to go with the immunotherapy approach, suggesting that although these triplet regimens may have shown some benefit in these trials, how we use them in clinical practice is still kind of a yet-to-be-determined with most of us not using a ton of these in the front line. So the question is, do you start directly with immunotherapy? And I think a lot of this has to do with patients, but actually maybe I'll pause here and we can have a bit of a discussion about this patient and, and where we might start. So Jason, I don't know if you want to discuss this patient a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. And it is a complicated situation right now. You know, to rehash, we recognize the patient was diagnosed with brain metastasis um, de novo uh, and had substantial clinical decline in the context of the management of those brain metastases. So this patient certainly has very high risk disease. We generally think of brain metastases as the highest risk disease. They also had elevation of the LDH. And so both of those are poor risk factors. And I think we have to take that into account. You know, in that scenario, then based on the DreamSeq data, we would think that trying to get the patient to immunotherapy as quickly as possible would really be our priority. That being said, if the patient is declining too rapidly, we know we'll get a rapid response from BRAF targeted therapy, and then perhaps could have the opportunity to salvage the patient with immunotherapy thereafter. So I think we would need to talk through these uh, issues and really try to tease out what this would mean for an individual patient, how would it impact on their lifestyle. We noted from the case, the patient still plans to go to work. And so what would that mean in terms of which treatments? What I would say is that um, I would try to get this patient to immunotherapy as quickly as might be possible, but I wouldn't necessarily be dogmatic about it here. It could be the case that running in targeted therapy for some number of a month or two or something like that, in order to allow the patient to optimize their performance status and then going back to combination immunotherapy really could be a reasonable way to go. I would be unlikely to use the triple regimen here because of really the modest benefit that was only seen in some studies, as well as rather substantive toxicity that was seen. Rather, I would probably either just jump into combination immunotherapy or perhaps run in targeted therapy for a little while and then switch to immunotherapy thereafter. So I completely agree. This is a patient that I am absolutely at some point going to be giving full dose ipilimumab with standard Nevo um, at some point because of the brain metastasis and because of the fact that with one, you're very concerned that there could be additional brain metastasis that arise. Um, whether that is after a brief run-in of targeted therapy in order to control symptoms and control disease, this is someone I'm very concerned about with the high LDH, the brain metastasis, and, and the amount of disease. Um, timing for that depends a lot on the conversation with the patient and whether, so for us also, a big part of this is whether they're still in the hospital, still on steroids after surgery for their brain met because those are patients that you're really going to be thinking about targeted therapy up front in order to get them off the steroids from post-op for the brain med. Um, and then also in order to get them out of the hospital where unfortunately we cannot really give immunotherapy in the hospital because of uh, factors associated with that. So I agree. 
Yeah, and I think um, one point to emphasize that we didn't show data for, but the long-term outcomes for patients with brain metastases who get ipinevo and go into response is truly excellent. And so for that reason, we try to get all patients who have brain metastases to ipinevo combination at some point. And so whether that's right away or after the BRAF inhibitor, really can't emphasize enough that PD-1 monotherapy is not really the appropriate choice for such a patient. You need to get them to ipinevo at some point because really the only regimen that we have that really can show long-term durable response in those brain metastases. All right, thank you. This was an excellent discussion of a difficult patient that we often face, a patient with BRAF mutated metastatic melanoma with brain mets and aggressive disease. I hope this was helpful. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.